Hello, it is day 27 of the Daily Pause. It's Friday, March 24th. The weekend is a coming. This is a podcast that's dedicated to waiting on God. And as we head into the weekend, we're just going to spend a few moments here with my good friend, Becca Decay. She is the mother of two, one on the way, wife to to Chad and ministry leader, um, designer extraordinaire, friend uh, wonderfully. And we're glad you're here with us, Becca. Really. Thank you. That's an awesome introduction. That's pretty true. I just couldn't, couldn't couldn't stop. There's so many good things about you. What what do you like to do on the weekends other than just care for the children God's blessed you with? Mm, I really my love language is quality time. So I like to connect with the people that I haven't seen in a while, and if I can, get some good sunshine in. Yep. You're a, a ministry leader. Chad is on staff at a church in northern. Uh, North Eugene. What, what, what church is that? Santa Clara Church off wonderful. River Road. And that's a wonderful family with good leadership. And you guys mm-hmm. have been a part of that. It's part of the Christian Church Fellowship. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yep. And so uh, what, what exciting things are going on at our sister church over there? Oh, well, um, we. so my husband is um, knowledge driven and he uh, is planning a Monday Thursday service. Really? Yeah. Um, which, you know, isn't a t- we, you know, we're familiar with a Good Friday service, um, but Monday Thursday is the day that commemorates the Lord's Supper and the washing of the disciples' feet. And so, um, so he's uh, nerding out, gearing up for uh, some good teaching and a good service with communion on so that day. So that will be on Thursday of Passion Week, mm-hmm. which is probably April the 6th. Mm-hmm. And what time will it be? 7 p.m. Is it open to the public? Absolutely. So, hey, if you're looking for a Monday Thursday service in North Eugene, near, uh, it's on the same uh, street as the uh, uh, the Dairy Queen. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Right right up there in North Eugene. Uh, check it out. Chad Decay will be speaking. Beck will be around. Uh, I would encourage you to do that. And then on, on Good Friday, we're not having a Good Friday service this year, but Berean Assembly is having one at 630, which awesome. is on the end of 126 on the way out to the McKenzie. Uh, at 6.30, they're going to have communion and a Good Friday service. So options for you uh, this particular year. That's super fun. Excellent. Well, let's pause a moment as we head into the down-home stretch for Easter as we've been t- together for these 47 days. Uh, well, it's going to be 47 by the time we're done. But let's pause another moment, take a deep breath and say, Lord, speak to us again with these few moments of repose. Let's begin now. Day 27. Sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. 1 John 1, 8. Sin is a three-letter word that we do not like to use today. Many years ago, a psychiatrist named Carl Menninger wrote a book titled, Whatever Became of Sin?, The book underlined the importance of rediscovering sin as a concept that helps explain the mess we have made of our world and of so many relationships. 
Sin biblically understood is rebellion against God. Usually this rebellion takes the shape of our refusal to love. We prefer to go the way of selfishness and self-centeredness. The results of this tragic rebellion lie all around us in our broken relationships, broken communities, and a broken nations. Lent provides a wonderful opportunity to let the unselfish and other-centered kind of love that took Jesus to the cross flow more freely throughout our lives. Then our broken lives will overflow in love towards God and our neighbor. Yeah. You grew up in a pastor's home, just like I did. Yeah. Was the conversation of sin a big thing? Was that, what, what did you grow up thinking about sin? You know, um, I think just growing up in the church specifically, sin is a word that I'm very familiar with, <laughs> but, but it was always kind of like a slap on the hand, you know, um, oops, you know. Did it? Oops! I did it again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just the things that we do wrong day to day. What, was it sort of a rigid environment that you grew up in church, or was it pretty easy going? Was a lot of grace, or, or would it be like very much mm. stringent about how people viewed you, even as a pastor's kid? Yeah, I don't think it was really harsh or really stringent. I think it was just sort of expected. Mm-hmm. Like you know, oh, we sin. It's okay. We have Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. and it was maybe more sloughed over than I think it should have been. Yeah. So a broader concept of sin and its destructive uh, uh, power in our lives, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever happened to sin in this guy's book, I think that's a good thing for us to remember. Without condemnation, to remember there is an effect of sin, Mm -hmm. and there's consequences to Mm -hmm. sin. The good news for us is that Jesus took those consequences at the cross. Right. Sometimes we do experience the consequences of our disobedience to the Lord, yeah. which I'm grateful that he actually causes that to happen sometimes because we need him to so that we remember. Um, when we experience his grace, the Bible says his grace teaches us to say no to ungodliness. Um, we learn from our experience with grace. Right. And uh, the enemy wants to condemn us. Uh, we have a sin nature. You're, you have two little girls, mm-hmm. and you're probably recognizing there is such thing as a sin nature. Yep. <laughs> they don't have to. They don't have to be taught how to be mad or angry or no. or hit or anything like that. They learn it, you know, yeah. just by nature. They feel it. And so, um, the reality in this season of life is that, as a group of followers of Jesus, want people to not just get away from sin, but to be able to let Jesus deal with their sin right, and to come into right relationship with him because sin does separate us from God. So would you pray as we head into this Easter season coming up for both uh, your church family, our church family, every church in this community to be a place of grace where mm-hmm. people cannot come and say, well, I've got to deal with my sin so that I could be accepted, mm-hmm. but that would you, Jesus, deal with my sin so I would realize mm-hmm. that I have been called and accepted as a son or a daughter yeah. and I could live differently. That's what we want people to know. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Heavenly Father, Thank you for making us one church. Lord, I recognize that I worship in a different building than I used to, um, but I'm still a part of the church here in Eugene, a part of this family here at Willamette and other families all across. Yeah. 
Lord, I ask in this season and even in this very day that you would reveal to us, to our own hearts, our, our selfish nature, our, our sinful nature. And Lord, that, that that nature separates us, not just from your love, but from the ability to love others well. So Lord, I ask for restoration. I ask that you would draw us into repentance, that we would turn away from our sin nature, turn toward your love and your grace and your forgiveness. And Lord, that we would love others well in that same way, with an extended grace and an extended forgiveness. Lord, as new people enter our buildings this Easter season, that we would open the, that we would welcome them with open arms, with grace and forgiveness and love. Lord, thank you for um, the sacrifice of your son on the cross, that he, he took that sin and that shame with him. And because of that, we can live freely. Lord, walk with us through sin, that we wouldn't live in it, but we would live in the freedom that comes from Christ. In your heavenly name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Why don't you give us the daily practice for today? All right. One practical way for the love of Christ to flow through you is to extend forgiveness to someone who has hurt you. Think of a person today to whom you might offer forgiveness. How can you show the love of Christ to this person? Boy, forgiveness is something we're going to face as long as we're human and as long as we're on the planet. And so I encourage you today to take some steps towards forgiving both in your heart and with your actions. Thanks so much, Becca, for being here and everyone else as well. Until next time, bye-bye.